one is one is kind of serious that people kind of already know about and another one is uh more i would say more comical and uh, i want to know what you know you guys think about uh what you guys think about both of them i want to cover um the first story um from Breitbart um I, I've had episodes about this where I talk about social media platforms and I say you know when it comes to when it comes to social media it's like are these are these plat are these platforms or are they publishers I personally believe social media plat I believe social media should just be a place where anything goes. I don't think anything should be censored. Because once you start censoring, then you start censoring even more and more and more and more. And then pretty soon it gets really bad. So, Twitter, mistaken, uh, quote, quote unquote, mistakenly uh, suspends young conservatives of Texas for two days. Let me, let me just say this. Um, I, the only reason I use Twitter, the only reason I use Twitter is to cross, is to cross, um, to cross post. So like, usually I just use Instagram. I don't use Twitter like that. Like, I don't go on Twitter and actually tweet. I don't do that. Twitter to me is just, it's awful. Like, I, I just, I, I stopped using it like years ago um, a few years ago just kind of completely um twitter reinstated the account for the young conservatives of texas organization following a two-day suspension twitter claims that the account was suspended by a spam by a quote spam filter end quote that is built into the platform according to a report by campus reform the young conservatives conservatives of texas had their twitter account suspended for two days without explanation the account was quickly reinstated after a report reached out to twitter reporter reached out to twitter to inquire about the suspension the organization claims that its twitter account was shut down on wednesday in an email about the ban twitter told the organization that that quote unusual activity end quote on the account led to the ban However, a Twitter spokesperson told Campus Reform this week that the account was accidentally suspended by a spam filter built into the platform. The account you referenced was mistakenly caught in a spam filter. This has been reversed, and the account has been reinstated, the spokesperson said. You know what? I... I Twitter... There is a bias on Twitter. You know, Twitter, you know, I gotta say this. Twitter is such an interesting place. It's like, on Twitter, it's amazing. Like, you can post, there's, you can find porn on Twitter. Seriously, you can find, you can find porn on Twitter. And then it's like, you know, if you take a person and, um, you know, if you, if you quote-unquote misgender someone, that can get you, that could get you suspended. 
if you were to tweet out men, if you were to tweet out men are men are men and women are women, or if you were to tweet out something like, you know, men can't be women and women can't be men, you might get you might get suspended. It's 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 really it's really just incredible. Twitter does have a left leaning bias. I mean, I, I, Jack Dorsey and Jack Dorsey talks about how, oh, no, we don't. Yeah, you do, Jack. Yeah, you do. Um, Breitbart News reported in July 2018 that Twitter was shadow, uh, quote, shadow banning conservative accounts. Even the left leaning Vice News published a report detailing Twitter's effort to restrict the reach of conservative accounts. Although the young conservatives of Texas were overtly suspended, Vice confirmed that reporting the reporting of Breitbart News and others on Twitter's covert activity to suppress conservatives from spreading information virally on the platform. Uh, Vice wrote, The Republican uh, Party Chair Ronna McDaniel, several conservative Republic, Republican congressmen, and Donald Trump Jr.'s spokesman no longer appear in the auto-populated drop-down search, bo- search box in text in Twitter. Vice News had learned. It's a shift that diminishes their reach on the platform, and it's the same one being deployed against prominent races to limit their visibility. Their profiles continue to appear when conducting a full search, but not in the more convenient invisible drop-down bar. The accounts appear to also populate if you already follow the person. It's just absurd, man. Like Twitter Twitter's not they they've lost all credibility when it comes to saying, Oh yeah, we're not biased. Yes you are. Um you know, there's a there's a fantastic episode of uh uh Joe Rogan's podcast where he has uh he has, who are they? Tim. He has Tim Pool, Jack Dorsey, and um, gosh, I can't pronounce her name. I don't want to butcher it. Um, I want to say Vij- Vijaya. I don't. I'm not trying to make fun of her, but I'm trying to pronounce her name the best I can. Um. Uh, yeah, Vijaya. Gade, Gade, whatever, G-A-D-D-E, um, I can't, I can't really pronounce your name, but anyway, in that episode, um, pretty, well, you know Jack Dorsey, Jack Dorsey is the CEO of Twitter, and then Vijaye is, she is like the, she's like in charge of media for Twitter, um, it just, I mean, it really just wasn't good. I mean, I mean, she was, no, she's their legal policy, she's Twitter's legal policy chief, and so, Tim, I mean, Tim just, I mean, he mopped the floor with him, in my opinion, um, you know, they accused him of cherry picking, but, you know, he wasn't, you know, and they're, pretty much their defense was, you know, hey, we're doing our best, and, 
oh, you're cherry picking and you know what, mistakes mistakes can happen. But it seems that these mistakes only happen with conservatives. Like, why is that? Why are you... Why are you... Why is it that your mistakes happen to be one-sided? I mean, it... Twitter, they they just lost they've just lost their credibility, and I I just want to, I just want to talk about this again. What is the point of social media? Is social media supposed to be a platform where anyone can say what they want, or is social media a place where certain ideas are put forward and um, only certain ideas are allowed? <coughs> Excuse me. Is like is that is that what it is? Because that's what I don't understand. This is you know it's 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 not a good thing at all for for Twitter to be like this or social media to be like this. You know Instagram, Facebook. It, it's just it's just horrific. Social media is really just it's. It's not the best. It's not the best place for conservatives, I would say, at all, because there is blatant bias. And you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to say this. You know, when it comes to censorship of content, um, because I've I've known people who they post certain pictures on, you know, in. For specifically Instagram, and they got taken down because it's like, oh, you're promoting nu- you're promoting nudity, and I'm like, okay, I I I've just I've just never really been a fan of I I just I believe censorship is wrong because here's the thing, one it's it's like think of think of social media as like a spectrum okay there's there's left there's right there's all of that so what happens is there's you start with the spectrum saying okay everything everything goes and you're like well are we sure we want to let everything go and it's like well okay well this is a no-no and this is a no-no so you have one no-no at the end of at the left end of the spectrum then you have the other no-no at the right end of the spectrum. But then you'll have some gray area. There's white, black, and then there's gray. The white area is acceptable. The black area is unacceptable. But as the white turns black, you have the gray. And when you have that gray area, that's where people are like, uh... It's kind of like this. It's. I don't know if we should allow that to be up. We'll, we'll, we'll have to count that too. So pretty soon. You, you do that again. And then it keeps repeating itself. And pretty soon the white. Lessens. The amount of white on the spectrum lessens. And the amount of black increases. And I believe that's wrong. 
you know, I've had I've had guests on my, you know, my podcast that you can listen to. And as you guys know, I don't cuss. I don't. And whenever I have guests, like people will ask me, you know, is it okay, you know, can I cuss? And I and I tell them I'm like, look, I personally don't cuss, but I want you to be yourself on this, you know, on my podcast. I don't, you know, because I know a lot of people, sometimes people say, oh, you know, I was kind of censored, you know, I wouldn't, I couldn't really be myself. I say, no, be yourself. If that's how you talk, that's you. I personally don't, but I'm not going to, if I, if I invite you, I'm not going to censor your language. I'm just not going to do that. And that's how I believe it should be. I, I think, I think. Because let me say this about censorship. People have all different types of views and they say all different types of things. They do. That's just that's just the reality. People are so they 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 vary so much. They're so different in so many ways. We're alike in many ways, but we're also so different politically, you know, economically, uh, physically, spiritually. Like there's there's so many ways that we vary and everyone's going to have different takes than you just because I don't agree with say it's my platform and I disagree with your I disagree with your with the point that you just made do I reserve the do it, it, is it okay for me to to limit your opinion and the limit the voice that you have because I don't really like what you have to say is that fair because I don't think it is I don't so that's that story I, I just I don't I don't know man social media is such a, it's such an interesting concept I mean it's it's changed the world in ways that it, it's it's really just unreal. But it, you know, also let me say this: when it comes to, when it comes to to Twitter and just social media overall, you know, you have YouTube and stuff like that. Let me say this: let me not just totally badmouth social media. I've learned a great deal from social media. I've been able to reconnect with old people that you know that I had in my life. You know, it was like, I want to say it was um, a year ago. I want to say it was like a year and a half ago. I reconnected with my with my best friend, uh, one of my best friends from kindergarten. I hadn't seen him since the first grade. And we had re- we reconnected through social media. You know, I've learned a lot off social media. I've learned a lot off YouTube. How to shave, you know, how to write, how to write better. Um, so many things, man. I just, so I don't want to totally just badmouth social media because it is beneficial. And I believe it, I believe it's brought about more good than bad. That's what I would say. Okay. Now on to <laughs> the other story. Um, Lord have mercy, man. So, this is from the Western Journal. I just, I, I want you to, 
let me ask you let me ask you this imagine restaurants are functioning the way they were before you can go in and out and you know you don't have to worry about masks but let me just ask you this what if what if there was a a, a, a place to weigh in at a restaurant and when you weighed in you would get suggestions on food and how much food to take you know you know stuff like that how would you feel about that because there was a restaurant in China that um, has apologized for weighing customers and recommending menu items after the results a western uh, what am I talking about a restaurant in China has apologized for asking customers themselves under a controversial policy created in response to a national campaign against food waste. Again, you guys know I can't really pronounce foreign stuff, so... Customers of the... Xi'an... Xi'an Fried Beef, that's the best I'm going to do, restaurant in the city of Changsha, Changsha, was uh, were asked to stand on scales prior to entry and scan their data into an app that gave food recommendations based on the customer's weight and the dish's caloric value. The restaurant also displayed signs reading, Be thrifty and diligent, promote empty plates, and operation empty plate. It received swift backlash on the social media platform Weibo. And the restaurant said it was deeply sorry for its actions. Our original intentions were to advocate stopping waste and ordering food in a healthy way, the restaurant said. We never force customers to weigh themselves. The restaurant was, was responding to Chinese President Xi Jinping's nationwide call to stop wasting food. The coronavirus pandemic and serious flooding in the country have led to a rise in food prices in the communist country. Though China has reaped a bumper grain harvest for years, it is still necessary to have the awareness of a food security crisis, Xi said, according to the state-run China News Service. The impact of the COVID-19 pandemic this year has sounded the alarm for us. Wuhan's Dining Industry Association advised restaurants to design smaller portion dishes, provide takeaway boxes for leftovers, and develop a strategy to encourage customers to order fewer dishes. China News Services reported. Now, let me say this. I am... I Let me say this. I'm a fan of people not throwing away food. I mean, there's so much food that gets thrown away every single year. Just every single day. You know, for a little bit, um, I was working in the meat department at my grocery store. And one of the things that I had to do, I had to throw I had to throw away bad meat. And I mean, it was just like pounds of it, man. Just pounds of meat being thrown away every single day. Pounds and pounds of it. And I think, let me say this. It's a good problem to have. It's better than not having enough food. I thank God that we live, you know, that I live in a country where there is 
an abundance of food and obesity. Let me say this. Obesity is a problem, but it's a good problem to have because to have the ability to be able to have enough food and have an excess of food to where you can actually end up weighing, you know, 300, 400, 500 pounds or more because you want to keep stuff in your face. I think that's a good problem to have. It's much better than, as I always say, it's much better than starvation. Too much is better than not enough. So when I look at this, I say, you know what? I I don't, here's the way I see it. You don't need to weigh customers. That That's not even necessary. You don't need to weigh customers. If you're, if you're, Seriously, just trying, if you're trying to just promote, um, you know, don't waste food, if you're trying to stop, you know, food wastage, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm totally all for that. Just do this. When, cus- when, you know, diners are done eating, just bring boxes, just, you know, just Put their food in boxes for them. And then they pay their check and they're on their way. You don't need to weigh customers. That like that's so that's so unnecessary because let me tell you something. It's like there's a lot like there's a lot of skin, relatively skinny people who have huge appetites. I mean, you know, I know I know one guy, he can have you know, he can have like three, you know, you know, uh, what what are those things from from In and Out? You know, he can have like he can have like he can have like four double doubles, four shakes, and like four things of French fries in one sitting. He's not quite as skinny as me, but he he, he you look at him, it's like he's still skinny. Like people, like there would be people who would look at him and be like. Man, your skin and bones, you gotta eat something. Oh, that, that dude eats. So I, I think that this is just, you know, you know, the, you know, the takeaway boxes. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a proponent of that. Um, smaller portion dishes. I'm a fan of that too. Cause, and you know, what's interesting. It's amazing because people say if, you know, to help you lose Obviously, we know that fat is made of carbons, hydrogen, hydrogens, and oxygens. And so, but one of the things is, people say, if you want, if you want to have a caloric deficit, if you want, if you do want to eat less, use smaller plates. Because you will actually find yourself eating less. America, here in America, we have huge plates compared to other countries. I mean, they're just absolutely huge. And when you give someone a bunch of space, they naturally just tend to fill up all of the space. And so that's why, that's one, that's one factor into uh, America's obesity epidemic. Because of the size of our plates. Because we just, we just fill, fill the plates. That's just what we do. But I, I, I seriously just, 
I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't understand why you would weigh customers. Like, how does that really help you? So, it, you know, it is what it is, but that's really all I want to talk about. Um, you know, let me, I, you know, since I'm talking about food and obesity, I want to talk about a, a, a side, I want to just talk about a side note here. I'm so tired of people talking about how they're big boned, and that's why they're overweight or obese. Okay, let me say this. Being big boned, that is a real thing. That's a thing. But it's not what you think it means. Big Being big boned has nothing, nothing to do with weight. Just, it's just ridiculous. So, um, I mean, I've heard it multiple times. They, people say, you know, I'm not really that overweight or I'm not really that obese. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm big boned. I can't, honestly, I can't even imagine how many times doctors actually hear that ridiculous excuse. Um, so, listen, big, um, the term big boned is not a medical term. So, people, here's the thing. There are some people who have larger bones. And people with larger bones are slightly larger for their heights. But remember, there is soft tissue, you know, around these bones, you know, with muscle and, you know, muscle and fat that can make some people look more quote unquote big boned than others. The bones that make up the human skeleton comprise of 15% of the body's weight. Uh, a non-obese 200-pound adult has a bone weight of about 30 pounds. And half or more of that bone weight is water. Because remember, water is heavy. Remember that. So, um, that that's, that's kind of all I wanted to say. If you're big, if you're, stop using big boned. I just hate when I hear this. I hate when people say, I hate when people say, oh, I'm big boned. It's like, okay, that's not the reason that you're fat. Just be, here, here's the thing I like, I always like to say. In order to face up, in order to get better, in order to recover, in order to improve, you must first admit that there is an existing problem. And when people say, oh, I'm big boned, you're just deflecting. You're not big boned. Just admit that you're fat. Then you can actually start improving. Because when you say you're big boned, you're lying to other people and Worst of all, you're lying to yourself because you're, you're trying to convince yourself that you're fine. And it's just like, oh, it's not really, it's not what it appears to be. No, it is. No, you're fat. You're fat. Just, just admit that and then work on a goal, you know, you know, 
get in better shape, fight, you know, start eating better, you know, start a workout regimen, you know, make a goal, okay, I'm going to lose 10 pounds, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, I'm going to lose 30 pounds, you know, make it a goal, it's going to be hard, it's going to be difficult, but it's going to be very well worth it, but that's really, all, that's all I want to say about that, man, just, I just hate that excuse of I'm big boned, that's not what that means, Big boned is it's just not what you think it means. It's not like, you know, that's not the reason. Because people talk about, oh, you know, like the Amer you know, American uh the American Samoas. Cause I think I I don't want to I don't think they're the top, they're the fattest nation. No, actually no, they are. They are, yeah. Um the obesity rate there is 74.6, and this is according to worldpopulationreview.com. The obesity rate is 74.6 in the American Samoa. And they, and um, I know a lot of people um, who are American Samoa, and they will, that's one of the groups that will say, hey, you know, we're just big boned. <sighs> You're fat. You're fat. You don't eat, right? You know, it's it's just it's it's not it, you know it's just it's not good. So just be honest with yourself. That that's what I try to tell people. You know, during my during my porn addiction, man. I mean, I was really deflecting, man. I mean, early on, I was like, oh, I'm not. I don't really have a problem. You know, this is just something that I like to do a lot. It's not controlling me though. It's not you know it's not an addiction. I couldn't I couldn't start beating the addiction. I couldn't start getting better. And I couldn't start making progress until I admitted to myself, Solomon, you are a porn addict. I had to say those words out loud to myself. I had to look myself in the mirror and say those words. Solomon, you're, you, you are a porn addict. I had to say that. And it's like, I had to hear it. I had to admit that there was a problem. So that's really all I'm saying. Don't lie to yourself. That's one of the worst things that you can do. You can lie to other people. But see, here's the thing. The amazing thing is, you can start lying and actually you start to believe your own lie. That's amazing. That's why I say don't lie to yourself. When it comes to these things, just be honest with yourself. You know, yeah, I'm fat. Yeah, I'm a, you know, I have a nicotine addiction. Yes, I haven't, you know, I'm dependent upon alcohol. Yes, I'm addicted to video games. Yes, I'm addicted to shopping. Yes, I'm addicted to infomercials. Yes, you know, I, I, I have this problem. Yes, I have that problem. Once you do that, you are on the, you, you have made the first, you have now made a U-turn. And you have made the first step back the other way.